the only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I'm not The more you know who you are and what you want, the less you know. I've had a rough year, Dad. You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Conversation anyway. <laughs> I have a MacBook Air and it doesn't have USB ports. Oh. And so I have to get an adapter, but the adapter wasn't powering it enough. And so I got this one that was supposed to be more powered. And now it's like not even recognizing the, oops, sorry. It's not even recognizing the Yeti adapt, like attached. Yeah. So what does it have? Like the, what are they called? Like fire ports or whatever they're called? Yes. Little thin. USB-C, I think is what they're called now. Yeah. Whatever they call it. So. Anyway, Anything to make fine. us buy more, you know, tech. Seems to not want to work. So my mom's on her way to the hospital. What's wrong with her? Well, she uh, started, uh, she was having problems. She has ulcers and she doesn't eat right and uh, takes medicine that will aggravate those ulcers. And thinks that, you know, I guess I can say what I want. She's never going to stumble onto this. She, she thinks that she knows better than doctors, which Spencer has witnessed in person. So. <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's just like, uh, no, lady. <laughs> no. <laughs> when you talked about me, when you talked about me in the third person, I was like, wait, who are you speaking to? And then I realized you were recording. So I was too busy looking at my uh, microphone settings to realize that button had been pressed. <laughs> um, sorry, it, it also tells me I should let everyone know they're being recorded. So I guess I should have told you. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> um, but yeah, she does, like, when she has a headache, she takes Excedrin, which is, like, extremely bad for your stomach. <laughs> So, you know, so if you have ulcers, you know, maybe listen to the doctors. And so she about, uh, I mean, she, she, the way she tells it, because she's very dramatic. She was on the verge of dying last night. Really, she was just, uh, you know, um, I I don't want to get graphic, but. She she did lose a lot of blood because, you know, she aggravated the hell out of her ulcers with her eating habits and excedrin. So, um, she didn't look good last night. <clears throat> we didn't take her to the ER because, I would, like, if you're not about to die and you can wait until you see your doctor in the morning, like, it's probably not a good idea right now. For an old lady, vaccinated or not, that is having, you know, 
medical problems to go sit in the emergency room at a hospital. It just seemed like a very bad idea. So, yeah. Um, I was like, In- unless you think you need to go to the ER. My sister uh, stayed with her last night. And today she went to the doctor and they told her that they needed to admit her to the hospital for tests and all that stuff. So I'm not worried. I'm honestly more worried and upset that like with her uh, stubbornness, which I guess this is how everybody feels in regards to me. So I guess that's fair. (laughs) What? No. Like, and why don't you do the things that the doctor tells you to do? Because so, you're so smart. To be fair, I don't think that I'm smarter than the doctor. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> but I, I want to <laughs> <Yeah>. do this. <laughs> yes, that's so, fair, but also infuriating. So, I mean, I don't eat a lot of candy because I think that I know better than the doctor. I eat a lot of candy because it tastes incredible. <laughs> so, you know. So, I did some pre-Black Friday shopping and I wanted, there's this company called Insight Editions and I wanted to get this book that they sell. It's a graphic novel. It's called The Baker Street 4, which I'd heard was really good. And there's many different, um, volumes of it but they sold the first one but as i do i always price compared so i checked another big retailer online who i will not name as to not advertise them and for whatever reason they were selling a eight or 17 dollar graphic novel for three dollars brand new and so i did that instead oh my god man and it arrived two days early (laughs) i wonder if it's still on sale it wasn't even a sale price because this was like last tuesday oh like, it was just a regular, that was the price. And they had 16 available at the time. I don't know how they know all that, but it's what it said, 16 available at the time. So, volume one it only. It's the Baker Street 4. And it's like a, I mean, obviously from the name, it's it's a, some Sherlock Holmesy stuff, but it's about kids and, and like, they're street kids and Sherlock Holmes is around it. And, I don't know, it's gotten great reviews. And I'd heard about it, like, a year ago. <clears throat> And so I've been wanting to check it out. Anyway, I just did. And now I have it. And the art's really nice. It's kind of um, the color. The color palette is very old school. The style is very new school. And so I'm curious about the writing. But like the the text, bo- the word bubbles are not circular. They are like all uh, 90 degree angles. So they're all like rectangles and squares, which is an interesting choice. But I like it. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the preview Mm-hmm. I mean, it certainly looks interesting, art-wise, you know. And yes, it is still on sale for three ninety-nine. That's how they get you three ninety-nine for volume one, volume two, seventeen dollars, <laughs> huh. which is probably retail price. But you know, so that's fair. It, it is on the you know. <laughs> Well, in, Inside Editions, and, and it's Insight, not Inside, like the old TV, or I guess it's still on the the entertainment show. Um, but Insight Edition does like the Star Wars cookbooks and 3D books and stuff like that, like grab 3D pop-up books. Yeah. Um, and so it's a really cool publisher, but they sell it and you can get it right now. It's got like a Cyber Monday deal. I think it's like 25% off. 
and so it, you can get it a little bit cheaper than $17.99 to other volumes. Not that you need to spend your money today. Yeah, I've, I've spent quite enough money this weekend. I must stop. <laughs> Did you get anything good? Um, no. I bought some Christmas stuff for the house. I bought Jamie a new tree. Um, I spent, let's see, with drinking popcorn, I spent 80-something dollars going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, How many people? Uh, well, so... It was supposed to be me and all the the girls, um, the three teenagers and then Jaden. Um, and so Casey had been her usual attitude, like 14-year-old attitude self. And um, <clears throat> I thought I'd uh, left my bank card at home. We stopped and got snacks because we are the people that sneak snacks into the movie theater. And I couldn't find my bank card. And uh, I, I asked everybody, I said, y'all have money for like drinks and popcorn, right? Because um, that, that's what I tell them now all the time. I can buy tickets. I'll pay for the tickets. I cannot pay for drinks and popcorn because they all want, they don't want to share. They all want separate. I mean, I, I spent $150 going to see a movie. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> so, um, and Everybody said yes. Casey pulls out her wallet and goes, yeah, I have $20. And then she goes, oh, I still have this $50. I said, oh, okay. Well, can you just loan me the money for a drink and a popcorn for me? When we leave, I'll go by the ATM. I'll go to the house, get my card, go by the ATM, and then pay you back, at, like, immediately. And she said, no, I'm not doing that. Oh. And... I was, I mean, I, it threw me, man. I was just like, excuse me? Yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, you told everybody they had to buy their own drinks and popcorn. Like, you're being selfish. You won't, you're buying your own, you're drinking popcorn, but you won't pay for everybody else's. And now you want me to pay for yours? <laughs> and, I mean, it threw me, man. And I said, you're not going. Yeah. I'd rather waste the $15 on the ticket than than think that you can I wasn't asking for money, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> like literally, I know it's your money. I don't I don't need your money. Um you know. So, yeah, it just anyway, I dropped her back off at the house. It's a whole thing. I'm sure she she'll be mad at me for a while. Um, she told all the girls, I hope this movie sucks. I hope it's the worst movie y'all have ever seen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but we went, we had a good time. I don't know if you've read anything on the movie. A good bit, a good deal. I, I know, a, I know a good deal. So I don't think you could spoil it for me, basically. Yeah, honestly. So here's the, I, I'll be brief. There's nothing that happens in this movie that's a surprise. Like, if you sure. if you are, uh, unless you're just oblivious, if you go into this movie not knowing that somehow they're going to get Harold Ramis into this movie, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be insulting. You're stupid. <laughs> like, of course they were going to do that. So, right. um, 
they do it very respectfully, very tactfully. It's CGI um, and all of the dead guy are very tactfully and very good, just good. I mean, I guess it depends on how you feel about that. Yeah, I, have, I, I don't know. I'm very... Um, I, I thought think... that they handled it as... It, uh, the only other way would be to just not have him in there, which would be fine, except you really kind you kind of just want the scene where all four of them are standing side by side busting ghosts you know like it, it's a very it hits nostalgically it it's very force awakens ish without a lot of the the bad things in force awakens the nostalgia hits there's nothing as bad as like hey look at this old chess set you know, it's nothing like that, like throwaway nostalgic. It all feels very kind of uh, uh, appropriate for the story. Like nothing felt really tacked on to me. And I'm not even super yeah. precious about the Ghostbusters franchise. I didn't really have a problem with that all lady reboot that everybody else had. Wasn't fantastic, but I was just like, yeah, it was all right. I think the worst part about that movie is that it wasn't fantastic. It was just fine, especially with some of those people in the movie. Yeah. Like it should have been one of the funniest things, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have very, I have very little interest. So I don't really, I don't even have strong feelings. It's just all kind of like, there's a, there's a line kind of going around of thought that like, you guys do remember that in the first one, there's like a ghost giving a dude a BJ, right? Like that's the kind of movie these were. Um, and I, I feel like the, and 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 hold on, let me finish. So, because I haven't seen the movie, so I don't have an opinion about the new movie. Okay. But I do, I do feel like the female reboot got understood that assignment a little bit, yeah. and the look and feel of this one um, uh, doesn't seem to have gotten that assignment. It seems to have rewritten the assignment, and I'm not so interested in that. So I don't know when I'll see it. Like I like I'm like I'm not even so interested in seeing a follow up to the original at all and so so it's not like uh it's a big statement but it's kind of like if you're gonna do it like i really wish that female would have been just even better because there was what's her face from uh saturday night live it's just like one of the funniest human beings i can't think of her name but she does like you know she's hillary and stuff like that yeah so no she is just so funny and like like with her and hemsworth and several other people in that movie that should have been such a funny movie and it just wasn't as funny as it should have been um and so i don't know then i see like the whole like yeah very force awakens it's all in the trailer that kind of feel and i'm like i don't know that i care about ghostbusters enough to care about this feeling of a ghostbusters and and so i don't know i'll watch it when it's on streaming of some version that's like cheaper than going to the movie that's what i'll that's when i'll see it just like i did the female ghostbusters though i didn't see it till like a year and a half after it came out so yeah, um, I, I mean, honestly, unless you're super pumped about this, that's the way to go. I mean, I, I don't think it was worth the amount of money I spent to go see it, but the kids did enjoy it. <laughs> Most of them had not that's seen good. the original Ghostbusters. A lot of the nostalgic stuff was lost on them, but they very much understood, like, what was going on. Um, the whole, like, sexual stuff... This movie does have a scene. Okay, so there is a character that turns 
it brings back the original plot. Like it's the Zool and Keymaster and Gozer mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, and so there is a lady that gets possessed and turns into a dog and all that stuff. She hits on a little kid. Like she kind of makes a pass at him. <laughs> and it's really weird. Huh. <clears throat> but. I also feel like that's kind of in the tone somewhat of the original movie. And also, J.K. Simmons is in this movie for one line of dialogue. (laughs) And it's like, there had to be like a whole 30-minute subplot with him that just got deleted. (laughs) Because I'm like, that's J.K. Simmons. And and he's gone. (laughs) It's so funny. There's a... We watched... Sort of. This relates to what you said about the the subplot thing. We watched this Netflix movie called uh, A Castle for Christmas, which is terrible and very funny at I the same time. I just saw the trailer for that. Oh my god! So it, it, we've opened up Netflix and it was on the front screen. And so the one thing about the new baby is the new baby um, is not is not like Ezra. Ezra for a long time we could watch anything while he was going to sleep or while he was little, and it didn't like get him tweaking at all. But if, like, we were watching a documentary on Hulu about the Von Dutch hats, which are, like, it's, like, a wild story, that whole company. Yeah, I want to watch that. It's very entertaining, but it's, like, edited, like, you would expect a Von Dutch documentary with, you know, meth heads and crack dealers and all sorts of stuff in between. Um, And and, uh, he, Finn, stays very awake. He's just like, and so it's not good for him. So we were, like, it was kind of. Uh, late and we were both tired and we're like let's go we thought we were just going to put on um the british baking show because finn really mellows out with that on and we don't mind re-watching it um and that was on the front page and i went katie it's got the guy from the princess bride um like let's just it, i said it's going to be silly but like let's just let's try this just to do something different and do a movie um because and without with very minimal effort in choosing something right and so we just press play and uh, this is very typically not at all or what we watch. And um, it's very silly. It's not very good. It's very fun at the same time if you know those things going in and choose to accept that mission statement. <laughs> um, and so we watched it. We had a good time with it. But there is a moment where uh, towards the end, like, the, like that it's all setting up so that Brooke Shield's character, her, her ex-husband, who we've never seen in the movie, is getting remarried on Christmas. She's got until Christmas to decide if she's going to buy this castle, basically. And the castle, early in the first act of the movie, scheduled a wedding on Christmas from an unseen person. And the daughter of Brooke Shields can't come to be with her for Christmas because she's going to be with her dad at her wedding. And then the daughter shows up on Christmas Eve to be with her mom. And then it cuts to the end where Brooke Shields originally was staying and a really crappy couple it's like American, terrible money couple checks in and you're like, OK, we're going to a wedding showdown on Christmas Day. And then none of that happens. Nothing happens. And like it's like a, there's a total happy ending like you knew you were going to get. But there is no drama. Nobody shows up. And you're like, I had to have been her husband and they had to have cut that out. This is a whole movie leading to that wedding that never occurs in the movie. It's 
hysterical. And then it cuts to uh, a cutscene, which is Brooke Shields in character going on the Drew Barrymore show as this famous author, and then devolves into like bloopers of their shooting that scene. And you're like, wait, it was the movie, and now it's not the movie. And there was no, there was no line. <laughs> it was just, it just really fell apart. It was more charming and humorous for it, in my opinion. So yeah, Christmas in a castle or whatever. The Christmas castle. I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> but watch it anyway. Watch it with people that you like, that you can have fun with. Not even this to laugh the, at it, just to have a good time. This is the person you've become. <laughs> Me? Yes. No, no, no. It's too funny. It's I don't care. Whatever. I watch anything. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that used to be me. I used to be like, nah, I mean, it's a new movie. I'm going to watch it. And be like, why do you watch all this crap? I'm like, eh, it's out. I'm watching it. <laughs> now that's who you are. And you would just watch all the TV. I used to be the kid who, at school, they would be like, do you watch this? And I'm like, yes. Do you watch this? I'd be like, yes. Because I watched all the major shows. <laughs> I had the whole TV guide schedule, the whole plan, except mm-hmm. for Friday and Saturday nights, usually, because I worked in high school on Friday and Saturday nights. Um, and plus Saturday didn't have much, but, um, but yeah, so I was always, and I taped SNL so I could watch it Sunday. So I was the TV guy and now you're the TV guy and I'm the movie guy with all this crap. (laughs) Are you watching good movies though? I am telling you, I would watch three sequels to this movie. Okay. I'm saying a Christmas moat around the castle. That sounds good. I'm, I'm in for that. A drawbridge to the castle. I'm in, for Christmas. I'm in. Like let's let's and the, the village. <laughs> the I could I could do it in my sleep because there is no real writing. Um, there's so the I'm looking it up now. The village because I don't want to I don't want to make fun of the village if it actually exists. But the name of the village. Let's see. Oh, now my phone's working slow. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay, yeah, so it is. Um, so the name of the castle or the village is Dun, D-U-N, space, Dunbar. Dun Dunbar. <laughs> and they, and they I have just, their own, like, uh, SVU unit? I, well, I just, I, I wish, God, I would, <laughs> oh my God. I would watch that show. Have you ever heard of the show Doc Martin? It's a British show, and it's a grumpy doctor who's afraid of blood, so he leaves the city and comes to this little sea shanty town and becomes yes. a local GP. Oh, my God. I've watched all, like, nine seasons. I love that show. I would watch the Dun Dunbar version with Doc <laughs> Martin, except they're cops. That would be Dun great. Dun Dunbar. So I, I looked at – I got it. Oh, I got you. I just I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> they – the reality is it's called Dunbar Castle, and I'm not seeing a reference to Dun Dunbar. So why add the Dun? Like, <laughs> was it a typo? And they just like control alt it? Like what's or, or literally instead of just doing it, they're like, Well, we should ask if we can use their name. And they're like, No, you can't use our name. They're like, Well, now we definitely can't. <laughs> like it's always better to do it and then be like, Oh, well, you know. We didn't ask. You You really exist. But, you know, they asked and the town was like, no. Well, I had a Dunn in front of Dunbar. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was it was a fun night, though. We actually, Ezra had his first sleepover uh, with his grandma since Finn was born because he's been like, I don't want to sleep. 
I don't want to do it until unless Finn can come with me, which, you know, he just goes downstairs, but it's like, you know, he's a kid, whatever. Um, and so he did, but he went, that means what a sleepover means is he goes down there at like four and then we don't see him again until like after breakfast the next morning. Um, so we get like a whole evening. Um, and like before the baby was born that, you know, with COVID stuff, like, but we could like go out to eat or whatever. And, um, or just like cook whatever we wanted here and eat when we wanted to eat (laughs) peacefully. Um, and so that's what we ended up doing with our evening is we hung out and just relaxed and then watched Christmas castle, dun, dun bar. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Would watch again. Totally would watch again. I'm not because I think it's good. It's just fun. It's just so fun. And she's Brooke Shields is like every time something slightly emotional happens, she gets super weepy. Like not like overtly, like her eyes turn red and they're watery. And I'm like, Brooke Shields is feeling this performance. And <laughs> and I just, you know, I love it for her. Good for her. You know, have fun. Anyway, how's Hawkeye? <laughs> Hawkeye is exactly the show it needs to be which is fun funny not at all serious did you read the matt fraction hawkeye run i read probably i read like the first graphic novels worth so i didn't quit for any good reason i just just never followed up yeah so the tracksuit mafia like you you know that reference yeah okay yes the the tracksuit mafia is more or less the main bad guys, um, although they're working for somebody that may or may not be a spoiler. God, I wish it had been the kingpin. No, it's not the kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've already announced her show, so I don't know that it's a spoiler. <laughs> so um, they're bringing in. Echo. Yeah, I know, I know, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, Marie, um, we, Marie's just gonna hate us. I hope Marie realizes this was all spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. I don't. I don't sorry, picture Marie. her watching a Castle Christmas. She watches. She still watches good movies. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't feel so bad about that one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess if, as a hardcore MCU and just comic book fan in general, if somebody had been like Echoes in the show. I would not have felt like that was a spoiler. If somebody was like, Kingpin turns out to be the bad bad guy, I would have been like, well, thanks, asshole. (laughs) Like, don't ruin that for me. Um, Maybe it's just because I don't have a fondness for that character that I'm just like, oh, okay. Is that who? Okay, I guess we're doing this. Whatever. Um, I think people just really want it because that rumor was going around and people just really want Vincent D'Onofrio back in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, for that, that's the big thing. Truly. Um, uh, it gives Jeremy Renner the showcase that he really needed uh, for for this character. And, I mean, Haley Steinfeld, there's, you can't under, like, there's no way to talk about how great she is. Like, just in general, overall, she's just so good. She sells every bit of Kate Bishop. Like, if you know anything about the character and her, like, cockiness and uh, just kind of quirkiness, I mean, she's got it. it it's there. Like, they could have written Jeremy Renner out of the show and it still would have been okay. Do you, is he Does he have a showcase to be, like, 
softer this time around because he's i think that's the one thing about hawkeye clint in the comics the thing i like about him is he kind of runs this almost terminatory line where he's like a soldier but who also can be super feely and i and like or like he's got a soft center it's very clear you're going to love this Okay, okay so it starts with him having dinner with his kids He's brought his kids to New York City at Christmas time while mom is at home, which she shows up in like some little small little scenes. Linda Cardellini, who, oh my God, mm-hmm. I just love her so much. But so something happens. It's because of the Velma thing, isn't it? The Velma of her all. No, I mean, freaks and geeks before that, though. Man. I know. She's, she's good. True. She's really, really good. But, uh, so something happens. He has to put his kids on a plane back to wherever it is that they live. I don't, I'm sure it's said somewhere. Um, they have to go back home. He has to stay to track down, to, to figure out what's happening. Um, and before he puts his kids on the taxi to go to the airport, which in this day and age seems weird, but whatever. Um, Should be an Uber. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just meant that he wasn't taking his kids to the airport. Um, yeah, but, no, uh, kids have smartphones now. Yeah. Um, his daughter says, I was really hoping you'd be home for Christmas. And it's literally seven days to Christmas or six days to Christmas. And he says, honey, I promise you, I will be there on Christmas Day. So this is like... I have to get this done because I have to get home to my kids for Christmas. It's die hard without the asshole version of the the Bruce Willis character. Like if it's uh-huh. a, a a more heartfelt, soft, softer version. And it takes place over the whole city. So it's kind of like die hard with a vengeance. Only he has a snarky, smart ass, awesome sidekick. <laughs> That isn't Samuel L. Jackson. All right. So here's the question. You're going to love this show, man. (laughs) Here's a Logan question. Do you like it more because you've actually been to New York now? Um, Do you get like a a rush or a vibe or like something that's like, I've been there. uh, Not really. Oh, we are different. We are we are similar in ways and very different in others. That's the kind of anytime something's in New York that like crosses a place I've been, I'm like, holy cow, just New York. It's just the best ever. It, if when it's like Atlanta in a Marvel movie or whatever, I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> but New York City, I'm like, yeah, that's right. New York City's awesome. That's right. Hawkeye would be here doing amazing things. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty like he tells his kids, he's like, Y'all wanna go see the biggest Christmas tree ever? If I had been to New York at Christmas time, probably. But I went to New York in the spring and it was not cold. It was damp and it stunk and it was still awesome. But, you know, it it wasn't I feel like if I was watching like one of those like Spike Lee movies, I'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. I've been there. <laughs> but this it's, I was it's funny. Like, I don't have that experience. So the, the funny thing about what you just said is that I have been to see the tree. We actually were there the December before COVID. Um, 
and which is what well, like which was really before official code like we were in COVID town basically um in 2019 um but uh the tree is such a nightmare <laughs> there's so many people and it's got like lines of walking and all these different things and i've never seen what it is really like depicted in media ever and oh, there's always and- like 12 13 people standing there and it's just like yeah that's not the way it really is and and even when it's packed and there's i've seen it packed at times but like it is so like you are shoulder to shoulder and they and but some like security knows how to move you and you are still moving like a snake up to this thing and moving out it is so wild how busy and crazy it is and so that's the one thing that every time i'm seeing i'm like tree is really spectacular but like everything around it is like awful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's the one opposite feeling I have about New York now is Christmas stuff. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not fun. That's not Christmas is cool there, but, but the tree is not, not what it's cracked up to be. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'd have to rewatch it. I don't think they actually show them going to the tree. I think it's just more of him promising that he's going to take them to the tree. Hopefully he did take them. Um, but uh, there, there were some surprise actors that showed up. I guess I didn't look at the cast list. Vera Farmiga mm-hmm. is in this show. I had heard that. I have no idea what she's doing in it, but I knew that she was in it. Yes. She's she's just playing Kate's mom. Like, okay. I mean, she's essential to the plot, I guess. Um, but not. She's not like a major Marvel character. Like, she shows up in flashbacks at first, and I was like. That kind of looks like Vera Farmiga, but I, they do the thing where, you know, they, they de-age them or whatever. And I was like, that kind of looks like her. And then, like, she shows up because it does, like, young, young Kate and then jumps to present day Kate. And then she shows up. I was like, holy shit, that was her. <laughs> they just de-aged her. That's so creepy. Um, it's It's really good. Also, just to jump back to Ghostbusters. I think her name is Grace McKenna. The young yes, actress that's it in is. it. Mm-hmm. Fucking phenomenal. Heard that. So, anyway. Just speaking of wow. young actresses that, like, have blown me away this weekend with their acting ability. Like, you know. Haley Steinfeld, though, oh, man. So the whole time I was just like, is there anything that this chick can't do, man? She's just so good. Her her iTunes show is supposed to be great too. The oh my gosh, I can't even think of what it's called. Um, she has an iTunes show. Yeah, or like an Apple TV. I always call it iTunes. An Apple I, TV. I just subscribed to Apple TV. Yeah, it's like it's it's a period piece, and it's she's playing. Oh my goodness, how can I? I just have to look it up because I'm just going to talk myself into a oh, hole. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, um. um She's playing Emily Dickinson? Yes. Yes. And it's like a cheeky version. And like, it's supposed to be awesome. Oh, wow. I've got to watch this. Jane Krakowski's in it. I think the whole show is done, too, is my understanding. So, like, it's like, it's done, done. Bar. (laughs) Done, done, bar. Yeah, I've got to check this out. They have... Do they have two seasons? 30 episodes. I think that I think the third season is either coming oh, out th- now yep. or coming out soon. Yep. It, yeah. So three seasons. Okay. 
So I know I know a lot about its existence and nothing much more about it other than it's supposed to be good. Hold on. Sorry. No, that's all right. It was my sister-in-law. I thought it might be about my mom, but it's not. Everything's good. So, anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, you're going to watch Dickinson and tell me how it is. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, what else? What you else bought, did you watch? You said no, you, you bought two other movies that you were talking about. You sent me a text message. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't watched them yet, but um, I bought um, Battle Beyond the Stars because I heard it was a fantastic Star Wars ripoff, like in a fun way. And there was like a new steel book. So, of course, I bought it because it was it's a 10, but they call it steel and I can't help it. And I buy it. <laughs> have you ever seen it? No. Oh, really? I felt like that would be the kind of thing you would have seen. It It definitely is. Just like uh, it, it's one of like three movies that you are for really i've never seen never ending story never saw battle beyond the stars i never saw labyrinth and i never saw dark crystal and those are four movies that, as a kid were definitely up my alley <laughs> yeah those are all labyrinth i've never seen i finally saw dark crystal just a couple of years ago um and um Sorry, Katie's texting me. I forgot to call a doctor's appointment to cancel, but she did it for me because she's great. Um, so I never saw I saw Dark Crystal, which is weird and wild, and I enjoyed seeing it. I saw it in the big screen actually at one of those Fathom events. Yeah. Um, and then then I got to go to the Puppetry Museum, Museum of Puppetry in Atlanta, and they had a Dark Crystal exhibit, um, and it was awesome. So cool to see those things in person. Um. Anyway, but the rest of them I don't think I've seen. I've seen Neverending Story Part Two, but I've never seen Part One. So weird. But that's. But I haven't seen it since I was like. I mean, I had to have been around Ezra's age, so my memory of it is very hazy. And it was because some friend of mine had it, whose house I was at a lot, and they watched it a lot. Um. So I'm kind of we're weirdly in same bubbles. But Battle Beyond the Stars is one I didn't really even know about until like the last couple of years. Um, and so I bought it. I'm excited to watch it. It looks really weird and great. Uh, I mean, it has a great, I mean, well, depending on how you feel about Robert Vaughn, it has a great cast. George Papard, though, I, I mean, the dude was an asshole, but he's a fantastic actor. And uh, what's that kid from the Waltons? Uh, now I'm going to have to look him up. Oh, Richard Thomas. Richard Thomas. The, the best John, part about this is John I don't Boy. have outside of Rapard, who is in the A team, right? That's the guy from the A team. Yeah, and practice yeah, at Tiffany's, but sure, the A team. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's so like okay. So honestly, it's like two different guys if you compare those two movies. If you really think yeah. about it. Um, so excuse me. Um, one I watched consistently after school, and the other is Breakfast at Tiffany's. So you know, are you me. are you about to tell me you don't know who Robert Vaughn is? I know the name. I probably know if I look him up, but I don't he's, know him He's beyond. the bad guy in Superman 3. <laughs> that doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Oh. I mean, he's in The Magnificent Seven. He was in Bullet. Uh, he was a big, big star in the 70s. Yeah, he's a guy I've like seen in a bunch of stuff, but he doesn't... like. 
had the imprint on my psyche as the same as other people. If that makes sense. He was in. He was in the, what? There was a TV series he was in. Uh, funny enough, he was, he was in, in yeah. thirteen episodes of the eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably remember him from that if I can find a picture. <laughs> um, not really. Um, so anyway, so I want to watch that. I'm going to watch that. But the big one that I found uh, that Amazon suggested to me because they are evil and smart. Um, was a movie called Cuffs. K-U-F-F-S. I can't believe you've never seen Cuffs, man. Dude, until I saw the picture, I never even heard of it. I didn't know yeah. it existed. But Christian, Christian Slater, Jovovich. I mean, what? What? I gotta watch that's, this movie. So I, that's I, a Ryan specialty. Like that—that's a mean, movie I, that he loved. Literally, I like paid full price for it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and was like, I have to have it. I have to have it and see it. And I'm just going to get it now. And I did. And it's here. And I'm very excited to watch it uh, later this week. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's weird, the movie mode that I'm in. It's, you know, Castle Christmases and um, I guess 80s, 90s weirdness, <laughs> randomness. I don't even know. I haven't even, I literally have the movie in hand of cups and have not read the back of it. I have no idea what it's about. I'm just going to watch it. I don't even want to know. I just want to put it in and watch it. Um, so the guy that directed it, Bruce Evans, like mm-hmm. he wrote a lot of really good stuff, but he's only directed two movies, cuffs and Mr. Brooks. The Kevin Costner movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> They're like decades apart. That's weird. Um, well, I say he wrote a lot of good stuff. He wrote Starman with Jeff Bridges, which is really good if you've never seen it. And Stan That's Bull. good. I have seen that. And oh, wow. He wrote Cuffs, Cutthroat Island, Jungle to Jungle, and Mr. Brooks. The Cutthroat Island's the reason he doesn't have much else. Is that the deal? Yep. <laughs> so after Cutthroat Island, yeah. And Jungle to Jungle, which was a Tim Allen bomb. So, um I saw that in the theater. Yeah. Uh, what It had uh, the kid from Home Improvement in it, right? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is that who was in it? No, that's I'm another movie. I'm pretty sure. Movie. I don't, I don't know. Tim Allen, Martin Short, Sam Huntington, maybe. I don't know. I don't see Jonathan Taylor oh. Thomas on the cast list. They did a movie together, though, didn't they? Yeah. But it wasn't that one, I guess. So Jungle Two, Jungle with a two, not the not T O. Yeah. Obnoxious. But uh, yeah, those back-to-back bombs probably because he didn't do anything else until Mr. Brooks in 2007. <laughs> yeah. uh, Twenty years between projects. Good lord. Um. Well, yeah, I'm going to hopefully watch that this week. I've also got like a million things from this year to watch that I want to see. So VOD now has a new James Bond, which I haven't seen, and Venom 2 is on VOD. And so that's just the big stuff. There's so many smaller movies that I want to see. but That movie keeps making money, man. I know. Well, it's got to be, spoiler alert, because of that cut scene at the end. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) It's okay, but it's not even. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it's good. It's just like, oh yeah, it's Tom Hardy having fun. Like he still seems to be the only person aware of 
Well, Woody Harrelson is kind of aware of what kind of movie he's in. Nobody else seems to know what they're in. So, you know. I've heard the second one is, I don't know. I've heard things that make me excited about it because the stuff I liked about the first one, they seem to have leaned into more. (laughs) The whole movie is like non sequitur. Like you just go from one thing to another. There's like no transition. (laughs) It's just like, wait, what happened? I really want to see Venom at the rave. I don't know why, but I just do. I just want to see that so bad and just watch this thing. It's pretty It's pretty fun. It's not as fun as the lobster tank, but it's pretty fun. I mean, what is? I tell that. I think I've told Katie I've explained the appeal of Venom in that lobster tank story probably four different times. And every time I get done, I, and I go, I've already told you this before. She, and, and I just keep <laughs> telling her that's why it's worth seeing because Tom Hardy just gets in that tank. I don't know why what's her name was just like, sure, I'll come back. Cause like she does nothing in the movie, but I mean, I guess a paycheck to do nothing is better than a paycheck to like act your heart out. <laughs> so, I mean, well, I think that's the trick is she doesn't take money to act her heart out. So she's got to take money elsewhere. Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> she has Kelly Reichardt films, hundred thousand dollar movies up in, portland yeah so So. (laughs) which are all great they're all five out of five amazing but she ain't getting paid for those are you going to watch finch man i have i've wanted to watch finch for weeks now yes i am the answer is yes i will be seeing finch at some point i mean i've not heard great things i've heard great things really yeah i read i read a couple of reviews and i listened to the guys on slash film and they were like yeah no it's just really not that good. I'm like, man, that's disappointing. But so it's still Tom the, Hanks. Guy, the guy from One Perfect Shot, Neil, I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, my God. I love Neil. Uh, anyway, uh, but he does like the, he did the Lost Rewatch podcast with Dave Gonzalez. Um, but he's awesome. I really like him. He's got a very cool sense of, um, like, he can just like a thing. Right. Without having to get super in his head about like, oh, it's got too much of this or it's like not as good or I I don't I don't know how to explain. Like, you know how sometimes we can watch something and be like, it's not the best thing I ever saw, but I was super entertained and moved like it is what it is. And and that's sort of his take. It's like it's Tom Hanks, A, and he's doing his good thing he does. Um, And the dog is great. And he's a dog person uh, because he's got like a couple dogs and like, like, okay, okay. He's like, the dogs are great and or the dog is great. And Caleb Landry Jones as the robot is supposed supposedly great, and and it looks good, and it's just it's just good, and it's the the guy who directed most of the great episodes of Game of Thrones. Um, it's his big movie, like Chance, and yeah, everything about it. I'm like, even if it's a solid B, I take a good solid B, especially with Tom Hanks. Man, Tom Hanks is great. Yeah, and it's not really something you're shelling out any amount of money to see. So, right, you know, if you already yeah, have the Apple plus subscription so yeah and then spoiler alert the dog makes it (laughs) like (laughs) so it's like like you're not in for like the misery right even if it's like even if something happens to old hanksy like the dog's gonna make it so it's all good (laughs) the next one is just gonna be about the robot and the dog and tom hanks won't be in it so well, that's the whole concept of the movie do you know the whole plot like the whole plot but the whole like uh elevator pitch it's post-apocalyptic like it's very he's the only person and he builds it's kind of like pinocchio and the apocalypse or he something. builds 
he builds the robot to take care of the dog after he dies. Oh, but, okay. and, and, but they have to, but then they have to get somewhere to kind of assure that the setting or something, maybe there's like the promised land, I don't know, but they have to go somewhere to get to kind of set up so that the robot and the dog can exist after he's gone. Does and, he think and the so, dog is going to live forever? <laughs> well, I think, I think there's a guarantee. It sounds like there's a guarantee that he lives beyond Hank's. Okay. Uh, and that seems to be the thing. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I can definitely see like Hanks is going to have to say goodbye to that dog. And that's going to be tough. But, but like, I don't know. It just sounds like, I, mean, I feel man. like we've seen Tom Hanks get emotional about dogs a lot in our life. <laughs> Turner and Hooch, man, formative movie for me. <laughs> uh, I cannot bring myself to like the series on Disney plus. I'm just like, no, no. no yeah. No interest. No interest. I do want to watch the new Wonder Years. I don't know what that's on. I think it's on ABC, but I don't know what yeah. it's streaming on. Uh, it has uh, a solid cast. I have not watched it yet, though. Is it? Is it? Um, uh, what's his name from Lost? Is he the? Is he in it? Harold Perrineau. Have I talked uh, myself into that? No, it's um, uh, Dulay Hill from uh, Psych. That I read. See. Unless I like have... uh, no, I don't see him on the Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. So Don Cheadle's the narrator. Yeah, narrator. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. I'd talked myself into it being. Um, I do like Harold Perrin though. I do too. Um, Did but you yeah, see no, that I... Anthony Mackie wants to do a real still sequel? No, of course he does. He wants to just. He's smart. Did like, you see Real Steel? Nope. Okay, so it is is one of those movies that you were just talking about. You're like, yeah, I mean, it's not good, but holy shit, this is so entertaining and so much fun. No, I think the let's let's rephrase it. It's not great, but it's good. Yeah. I think it's a movie you and Ezra could sit down and watch and would probably really enjoy. Oh, man, this kid in the movies oh my god he's just he's so difficult <laughs> he, you, you love star wars you'll watch that but this freaks you out <laughs> he now is in a mode where you being anyone but him cannot recommend something to him mm-hmm. he he has to want to watch it first mm-hmm <laughs> How do you inception a child in that way when you don't have cable with commercials? And if he understands YouTube now as a recommendation service, as in let's go watch the trailer on YouTube. And so that is now a recommendation, not an ad. So we don't have ads. Therefore, he never gets it in his head that he wants to see something. On one hand, that's good. But on the other hand, he is at that stage where, like you said, you can't say, hey, I think you would like this because it's it's this weird kind of rebellion where, like, you think I like it, so I'm not going to like it. I don't want to watch it. You don't know what you're talking about. Not with that because Ezra's not mean, but it like that's the kind of thought process. Like, you don't know what I like. <laughs> don't tell me what I could. I, I'm not going to watch what you tell me to watch. <laughs> I got him to. So he, he was. um playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. He's a big fan right now. It's his current obsession. 
um, on my Switch, my Nintendo Switch, on the couch in the screen room. And I put on, I got speakers for the screen room, by the way. That was my Christmas present from Katie, and they have arrived. Um, and so um, I was testing them out with Speed Racer, which arrived um, and on Blu-ray. And he um, he seemed intrigued, but he was in the middle of fighting a battle he's been trying to get to for a while. And so my timing was not intentional, but then became very poor. <laughs> because he's like, I'm doing this right now. Father. He didn't say that, but that's how it felt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. a tough age, man. And like I'm gonna like just like deflate any hope you have. It lasts for a well, in my experience, it lasts for a while. Like and, and like I wish his his friends would be into stuff, like because I would let him watch anything. But I can't his friends aren't into a bunch of stuff that they're talking about to him. Um, now, the best thing that happens is every Friday at nap time at his school, instead of having nap time, they do a little TV, like a little movie, part of a movie or something. Um, so he's found a couple of things he likes there, but they're not really movies. They're or like not they're like Disney straight to video things. Yeah. Um, but recently they play. And I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but recently it changed our life. They showed him this television show called Bluey. You know, I've, we, I've heard about Bluey. Oh my God, dude! It is it from is you and other people. Like it, it's a oh, so I have phenomenon. To... So okay, have I talked about it on this podcast? Um, possibly. I don't know. I think it's a perfect television show. Period. Not kids' TV show. Perfect television show. Period. It is. It's incredible. There's an episode that uh, there's there's three episodes off the top of my head that are hysterical and make me have to hide my tears at the end of them every time I watch them. Every time. It's so good. It's so deep, but so true and so funny and so silly. And and it's got jokes for parents and jokes for kids, but not in the way that Shrek has jokes for parents and kids. Um, and it is just amazing. But that, that really was awesome because they showed him that. And it's got uh, currently two seasons. I think Australia just got the third because it's from Australia just got the third season on Disney plus. So we're waiting for the date to be announced for it to come out over here because Christmas is all bluey toys this year for Ezra. Um, it's uh, it's cool. Cause the main kid bluey and his, and her sister, they're girls. So there's kind of like this thing where it's like, it's not teaching him the boys versus girls thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not like overly feminized either. So I feel like if I had a daughter, it wouldn't be like, you don't just have to be a princess cause you love bluey. Like you can be anything. And like, cause sometimes because there's episodes where like they want to be a princess and there's other episodes where they want to be a barber <laughs> and it's like different things. Um, but it's amazing. And I'm grateful for that. But now I'm like, Hey, you know, school, show him Indiana Jones. <laughs> 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 I don't know what, but something to get him into something. <clears throat> uh, so far, no dice. We get to go see Clifford, the big red dog on a field trip, which just makes me want to vomit. So you, you could just watch that at home, King. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't want to go. That's the other. That's the funny part too. Is it's also reaching out to school, and I was like, I don't really want to go see that. And I'm like, me either, kid. But we're going because you need to be social. I've heard good things. Well, that's good. You know, I mean, I guess it's probably not going to be Paddington, but 
you know. I did get him to watch the Pad- original Paddington over the weekend as well, over the break as well. I got him to go back to that. Um, That's good. He enjoyed it. He liked it. He likes what he's always liked. He just doesn't want anything new. So your child is an old man. <laughs> yeah. I got like much. what I like. I don't need new stuff. Leave me alone. <laughs> and he's all, yeah, and except for the Zelda thing. And he's just like, that's new. It, like He liked it some in May, and then we weren't really cold on it. And now I'm letting him play it, and now he's just, oh, my goodness. There's, there's, he knows. there's a lot of great Zelda games, so... The powers of this sort and the beast of this and the blah 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 blah. So much. I uh I need to get a switch and play Breath of the Wild. I often wanted to be like, kid, can't we just like climb a mountain? That's so satisfying. (laughs) I remember Ocarina of Time, man, going like fishing. I would just go to the fishing pond for like hour, hour and a half. Like, it was like a Zen thing. Like, nah, I'm just fishing in the Zelda game. <laughs> it's funny. I never played Ocarina of Time. I had a lot of friends who liked it. Oh, and I had a 64 and everything, but I never, never played it. It was not my world. I'm sure Zelda. there's a remastered version. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Okay. One day. You know it's coming. Yeah. Um, well, there was on the GameCube. Like you could, uh, oh. they uh, sold that disc. I think I have it. Um, they did that and Majora's Mask. Yeah. yeah, so I had the original gold NES cartridge. I like still I had have that. I, I gave it away at a young age. I don't, I had this one year, I donated all of my video game stuff after I got my Nintendo 64. To and I'm not making this up, and it's not like look at me, but I donated it all to an orphanage, which oh. was like a really, really nice move. I'm, gl- I'm glad I did it. I hope there are unknown kids who had fun with that, and that was a good thing for them. But also, why did I get rid of all of those video games? <laughs> I would still play. I would still have today because I have all my Nintendo 64 stuff. Um, but but I don't have any of that. I don't have my gold cartridge. It's just a weird thing. Mostly I don't have one game. Do you know that Brick Breaker game that's like, they have them on phones, they've had them forever. Um, but it's like you have like a little paddle at the bottom and it goes left to right only and the ball hits it and you break mm-hmm. the bricks. So I had one that I got from my mom's old boss's kids. And it was like a Japanese game. Like it had no English on the thing. And it was the best Brick Breaker game ever. And I have no idea what the game was. I've Googled it before. I should probably do it again now. Um, but I could not, I've never been able to find it since. And it was the best version of that game ever. And it's gone to the ether. I hate that, man. That, that's I've lost plenty of uh, games like that. Like uh, most of mine were the handheld things like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Like, I think mm-hmm. about it now, I'm like, I wish I'd even just kept a list. Like, I enjoyed this game. I enjoyed this game. So I would know, even if I had to pay money, like, like I can go back and rebuy this game so I can replay it, you know, in whatever, you know, format I can find it in. But, no, yeah. Sucks. So I just started Lego Star Wars 
Force Awakens. I've had it so literally since it came out and never played it. I just finished Lego DC Super Villains. Um, and so now I've jumped over to that. Although I'm thinking maybe I should just not play it because the whole it's coming repackaged, right? And the well, the it's not, it's a whole new game. Oh, it's it? a whole new game. Yeah. Okay. So everything, so there's, it's not supposed to be a repackaging. Every level or everything is re, uh, reimagined, redone. It's a whole brand new thing. It was supposed to come out earlier this year. They pushed it. I think it's like spring Easterish of next yeah, it's year. It's been two years of it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> like when? When? Yeah, big. It's gonna be big. I don't know. Like it's. Uh, I I really want it, and I want and Ezra wants it. I think I think part of Ezra's Star Wars love is like, give me that new game. Like he needs yeah. that to keep the spark alive because there's no Mandalorian for us to look forward to this fall. And he's interested in Boba Fett, but I don't think it's going to be as exciting to him. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, and Bad Batch was a definite DOA because of that long opening episode because he needs his oh, episodes man. to be yeah. 22 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. Anyway, that's unfortunate. Bad Batch got got it got a lot better. I mean, it wasn't ever bad, but it did get better as it went. I, um, I tried to show him other episodes, and he just couldn't. He couldn't do it. I'm curious why the Lego games. None of the other franchised games seem to be as well done as the Star Wars games. I think there's probably passion, I would think. Yeah, I guess so. Like, that Lego DC Super Villains game was, it was fine once I figured it out, but, like, the interface for everything was wonky as hell. Like, anytime any character that could fly or super speed, like, the controls were just awful. So, like, it took me a lot longer because I, I couldn't get into it. Like, I'd get frustrated with it and be like, okay, that's enough for today. Where I started playing Lego Star Wars and I played it yesterday or the day before for like an hour and change. And I don't ever play any games anymore for over 20, 30 minutes. We 100% of that game. It yeah. took a while and it was fun. But it's um, but the but we played the Marvel Avengers or one of the Marvel ones and it's awful. Yeah, I was just like, what's the difference? Why is the yeah? So I agree with you. I've seen that. Uh, but it, it's crazy. It I don't get it. I don't get why they maybe it's Lucasfilm's involvement and their like their insistence on this isn't good enough. It can be better. Uh, and maybe everybody else is just like, eh, that works. We don't care. Do whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, I, it's very. I wanted the Marvel game to be good because I'm such a fanboy and it just was okay. Just like the DC game. It was just okay. I did like the Potter games. Uh, Indiana oh, Jones were series were the Indiana Jones series was okay. Not great. Um, Pirates is by far the worst. That Lego Pirates game was fucking terrible. 
term. Anyway, I, uh, I, I definitely I agree with Harry Potter though because it is similar though to to Star Wars. Like the feel, I wonder if they have just different teams and the same people got assigned to Harry Potter and Star Wars because they're very sim- They felt similar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm getting distracted by by stuff coming in. Um, <laughs> sorry. You're fine. We've been in, um, we're at an hour, so you know. Well, we didn't start our comic book podcast, so we'll try to start it again next week. <laughs> We're going to do this before the end of the year. Yes, we'll get one intro episode out before the end of the year. Um, but this this uh, this was fun anyway. I enjoyed it. Um, hopefully I'll have watched all three Hawkeye by next week. Because um, I haven't watched any yet. But I plan to watch it this week. So It, I, I, it has a lot of stuff that I think you'll love. It has a very... Uh, <sighs> kind of old style westerny feel to it like I, I felt like i was watching rio bravo almost and yeah the tracksuit mafia guys i mean it's it's kind of offensive how on point it is mm-hmm. like the, the bro guy stuff it's but yeah. it's so funny <laughs> so yeah i think you'll i think you'll really dig it it it's the perfect Marvel Christmas thing. Like it's it's just so good. Uh, I'm excited for episode three. I'm gonna rewatch the first two. Oh wow! You, like, are you guys doing any sort of recap on it? Nope, I cannot get anybody to uh, join me. So, and I, I'm you're well, then, you're always so busy. I don't want to be like, hey, do you want to do something else? <laughs> Well, well then let's try because I, I do plan to catch up on it. I, I do pretty good on those shows. I just always usually struggle in the first week because it's like a new thing, and, and I always drop I did, two episodes. Like, yes, can't we just do one episode. Like, I have so much well, stuff and, to watch. Oh, and like in last week, you know, Katie started her job Monday. Then Ezra went on school break while I was working. Ezra was on school break the whole week, and we had the baby. And it then was a, a break, and so and a break with a six and six year old and a one month old does not equal more downtime <laughs> for me, uh, for anybody. And so it just was like not a good, it's like a perfect storm for not to be good for that. But this week yeah. is a normal week as there's at school all week and things like that. So um, I will I will probably watch. Let's try to watch, try to talk about it next week. All three of them. I sounds good. I'm officially uh, out of Dalton, so. Um, no more like scrambling or back and forth unless they're like, hey, we need you to come to the office today, which they're trying to keep that till once a month. And I told them I could do once a month and they agreed they would pay for a hotel room. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Very nice. I mean, I only have it for like the five or six because I work at night. I only have it for like the five or six hours before the late checkout. So, but still it's right. enough time to like get some sleep on Friday, throw shit in my car and head back to Columbus or, or do whatever, you know, make plans with somebody up there, what have you. Yeah. So. No, we'll have to figure that out too, as we're, we're sort of assessing, I think after Christmas, within like a couple weeks after yeah. that, we're going to. Oh yeah. Katie, Katie and I were texting. I was like, I want to come for a visit. But I'm telling you, I'm not not offended. I'm telling you, tell me when you're comfortable and what I need to do. And yeah, we're having a hard time. My dad really wants to come down and meet Finn and see us and stuff. And it's tough, it's just man, difficult. But you're talking about the safety of your child, and I understand like 
the little offense that gets taken with that. But, you know, I think ultimately uh, people will understand boundaries suck, man. Like people get so pissed when you're just like, this is the boundary. I'm not letting this go. Like, you know, it, it might only be temporary, but right now this is the boundary. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's um, my grandmother wanted to come visit and she, and which it could have been the way she lives. I'm like, well, if we, we could do like distance, blah, blah, blah. And the reason she wanted to come visit though was because uh, she and her boyfriend were going to a poker tournament in Cherokee, North Carolina um, over the weekend. So Saturday and Sunday, and they wanted to, and Monday, and wanted to come back through uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's impossible. It doesn't make any sense. Like you could stay home for two weeks, not have any of your friends over, and and then take a COVID test to be negative, but you can get at Walgreens now. Like you can just buy them over the counter and, uh, and then come up and that will be fine. Um, and they won't do it. My aunt lives in Chattanooga and she, she bought a massive pack of COVID tests so that she can take one before she comes over. Yeah. And it's like, Tommy's distancing. He went down for Thanksgiving. We won't see him for two weeks. Um, and that's his choice. And he needed to do it because his mom and my mom or would just give him a lot of crap. And so it it wasn't worth it for him. And he doesn't have anyone to protect except himself. And, um, anyway, Babies can't be vaccinated. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. There's no protection for the kid. Except what choices we make. Yeah. Thank you for understanding. Yeah. No, that's, because when I said something, immediately after I said, I was like, I do not want her to think that I'm going to be offended if she's like, "Eh, it's probably going to be a while. Literally, I was just like, not even sticking my foot in the door. It was just like, hey, here's a note. Whenever you are comfortable with it, let me know. I'll do what I have to do to come for a visit. So, you know. I think whenever that comes, what would be nice is if it worked out because you were coming up or whatever, you could, because Katie, Katie's mom wouldn't mind. If, whenever the comfort is there, then we could stay in the guest bedroom if you wanted to. Yeah. Downstairs. So, could be nice. Yeah. So. Ah, all right, man. Well, now that we're on that bum note. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, it's not really a good. bummer, you know. I know. I think I just, I think I'm feeling a couple of missing people like you and my dad wanted to come. I really like to see him. And yeah. it's just tough. And thinking about that, not really at the holidays, it's just kind of like there's opportunities now for people just to come by and it's, it's hard. So anyway, but this is great. And I like that we're doing this because this makes me feel more connected. Yeah. Always. I mean, I'm always down the podcast, so I could do this every day. <laughs> well, there might be some weeks where I could do it every day, but not this week. But yeah, um, but yeah, well, let's um, we'll plan on next Monday, and I'm gonna get caught up on Hawkeye. Sounds Hi, good. Hi, and Jacob. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> We're going to spoil Hawkeye even more than I already have, so please watch it. <laughs> All right, man. I will talk to you later. All right. All right bye. Bye.